and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here your news, reviews, discussion, and of course stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme. Music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, we are today continuing on our uh, love affair with the apocalypse. Uh, we are going to a series of shows that were sort of commissioned. Uh, this was for a War of the Worlds anniversary contest we held uh, last year. It was for the 75th anniversary uh, with colleagues Craig Winseth and Matthew Boudreau um, as judges on this. This was uh, all presented at the Convergence Con out in Minneapolis. It was actually Craig's idea to celebrate um, the anniversary of War of the Worlds. Uh, you know, I'm one of those people who has heard so many War of the Worlds uh, tributes and adaptations that it sometimes gets painful. So I was curious uh, when we set up this contest what we would hear and was pleasantly surprised by all the original ways that people still had of sort of uh, working with that end of the world Martian mem, um, especially given that the uh, contest rules were somewhat strict in the sense that it did have to have uh, Martians volleying in from outer space and uh, tripod maneuvers and, and things like that. So um, these are the winners from that. Um, the top two, Wireless Theater Company's Dead London and then um, Hubert and the Martians' uh, Our Fair City Universe show. Both are solid pieces that stand alone, um, but also make sense in this context of uh, honoring but redeveloping um, old-time radio from the past for a new age and era. Um, and we'll throw one of the runner-ups up towards the end of this as well. Uh, so here we are, uh, Dead London and Hubert versus the Martians. Oh, and before we get started, huge thanks to all of you who supported the Radio Drama Revival Kickstarter campaign. We did successfully raise $1,500, uh, which gives us secure funding for the year ahead. Uh, we will see what uh, that means if we still have uh, the cash to pull together a uh, production contest of some sort. We may, because as you heard from this uh, last foray, the War of the Worlds contest, we did have some great results and submissions, and if we offer a cash prize, maybe we'll get even more. So, um, you know, that still could be on the agenda. Um, we'll see. Um, we've got premiums out there for folks that will start to get work on. Uh, if you have any sort of sense of guilt that you didn't support our uh, Kickstarter directly, uh, you still can donate. You can donate anytime you want at radiodrumrevival.com. Um, on the right sidebar, there's a donate link, um, and uh, we'll mention that uh, as we're making some of these premiums, uh, those can be mugs and t-shirts. If you want any of those cool uh, mojo things, that would be the thing, time to do it now uh, while we're going to be ordering physical product. Um, apart from that, we'll also have what we call our digital boxed sets, where I'll be uh, packaging up some programs based on different genres for people. Um, we've had a lot of people who want to hear a bit more diversity than uh, science fiction fantasy stuff, so we're going to work on that in the new year, get um, you know detective mystery stuff as well as contemporary drama, um, heavier rotation. Uh, you're going to hear this apocalypse stuff for the remainder of November, then in December uh, we'll have holiday stuff, but not always uh, the most straightforward holiday stuff. I think there will be a Christmas Carol, some rendition of it in the mix, uh, but there'll be weirder stuff indeed as well because you know, sometimes you want the uh, pro-holiday, some people want the alternative holidays and, and something different. So um, that's what we're here for. This is your something completely different uh, radio show. So here you go. All right, um, on to our feature material. Uh, these are two winners from the War of the Worlds anniversary contest held last year. Hope you enjoy. <laughs>
Testing, testing. One, two, three. Is it working now? Looks like it. How much further? <laughs> we're almost there. Should be coming up somewhere on the left. You know, we're damn lucky it made landfall out here. Another mile south, it would have hit Woking. You ever been to Woking? Once, when my brother got in trouble with the DWP. I think Ogilvy's right about this. Well, if he is, then there's more coming. But the chances are they'll all end up splashing down in the ocean. The one that hit Chelyabinsk is at the bottom of some Russian lake, and the LA one, well, the Yanks are being cagey about that, but this one's all ours, Georgie. Our very own Apollo-class meteorite. Come in, guys. It's Jeff. Over. Hi, mate. How's our baby? Over. It's not a meteorite. Over. Say again. It's probably easy if you just see for yourselves. I'd rather not say too much over the... Oh, give it here. Tell us, Jeff. Okay, well, you know that thing we used to talk about happening? We agreed it probably never happened because the chances were a million to one. Well, I think it's finally happened. Look, I've got to go and look after our stake in this. Over and out. Oh, still recording. Hi, we're part of the team from Neil University. I'm Dr. Tom Kane, and this is Dr. Georgina Wells. Constable Tolland, you expected. Uh, by the way, from here on in, this is a military show, but if you need me, just yell. The new team have arrived. Vehicle registration 17, Hotel Golf. Thanks, officer. Much trouble with the public? Nah, not yet. We treat you like a chemical spill. Once it starts trending on Twitter, then we'll worry. Well, I hate to break it to you, but it's got its own hashtag already. Oh, great. Better tell the Sarge. Excuse me. Guys! Oh, hi, Jeff. This is Captain Glover. Good morning. 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 You're not going to believe it down there. Captain's in charge. He's been good enough to let us get on with our job, provided his lads can get on with theirs. Thank you. Not at all. This is definitely your show. Just pull me up with Kit. I'll show you down the sand pit. Oh, my God. It came in at a damn low angle. Brought down that line of trees and ripped down those pylons with it. Wow. Careful. We've just got the fires around it under control. Hogovy's gonna be pissing bloody, isn't here to see this. Can we go all the way down? You can do whatever you think necessary. She's all yours. This is just extraordinary. The object appears to be almost entirely buried in the sand. The uncovered part appears to be cylindrical. It has a diameter of approximately... Four metres? Four metres. No way of telling how long it is. Wait. You hear that? Think it's the surface calling? No. That's too regular. Captain, there's civilians over there. But they're all over the place. Sorry to bother you. Some people from the British Experimental Rocket Group have arrived and want permission to join you. Don't tell me it's one of theirs. No, not a chance. After you, Dr. Wells. I'd rather they didn't, Captain. Not today, thank you. No civilians. You're rather insistent, Captain. We back to eat it first. Dr. Wells, excuse me. Let me go and take care of this. An officer, there are people all over the place. I want them gone, and I want them gone now. Thanks. If you need anything, doctor, just let me know. I want to get in closer. Are you sure? It still feels pretty hot to me, and it's still smoking. Only guys have got respirators. I'll use one of those. Oh, be careful. Don't worry. Dr. 
cocaine is now approaching the cylinder. What well, can you see? Uh, underneath the charred surface, there seems to be another layer. Reddish in colour, it's hot. He's now approximately six metres from the cylinder. That sound! I can hear it a little more clearly around the left side. Careful, mate. Dr Quinlan and I are now moving to see Dr Kane more clearly as he edges around... The surface, it's moving! What? It's bloody right, look! Jesus! There's something alive down there. Jesus! There's something alive down there. Jesus! There's something alive down there. Who's there? It's okay. I'm human. See? Bloody hell. Sorry. It's hard to see down here. You've got a lamp, a torch, matches, anything like that? Afraid not. And there's no power anywhere. How badly are you hurt? Oh, it's, it's nothing. Maybe not, but we need to clean those scratches. No, I'm fine. Are you a doctor? Actually, yes. Well, astrophysics. <laughs> Look, I know a little first aid. The water's off too, but I found some vodka. That'll have to do. You should have saved it for a special occasion. Ow! Oh. What's it like out there? Tripods on the ground, those things in the air. I think the flying ones are drones flown by remote control. And they have some kind of thick black gas, almost a liquid. They wiped out a lot of the resistance that way. And now the red weed's everywhere. It must have come down with them in their vehicle. It grows so fast, you can see it moving. It strangles round everything, trees, buildings, everything. Here we go again. Day in, day out. Shock and awe. Exactly. So, Doc, what's your story? Jeez! Everyone keep back! The, um, the lid of the cylinder's come away, and we can see partway inside, and then... Oh, God. There's a life form. A large, greyish... It, it, it's as big as a bear! Jeff, get back! Tom, help him! It has exited the cylinder and fallen into the pit. We only caught a glimpse. It seems somewhere between a, a slug and a squid. It has several tentacle-like appendages and two large dark eyes. He looks right at me. Christ, what a face. The organism has a V-shaped mouth, but nothing I could identify as a nose. Skin like, like, like wet leather. It, it seemed to have difficulty breathing in our atmosphere. It, it, impossible to know how many more there might be inside. Come on, let's get back. Wait, there's something happening. I think you better do as Dr. Wells suggests. We've got to let them know we're intelligent. A humped shape is rising out of the pit. It's mechanical, not organic. It, it looks like some kind of scanning device. Oh. Hello there. Don't be afraid. 
It's okay. Invaders from Mars. No one would have believed it, would they? Is there a plan then? Well, you sound pretty official. <laughs> no one ever planned for anything like this. That's what I thought. Right, I can't recharge it, so I've done my best to string out the battery life. I don't believe it. What? The power lines are all destroyed. No TV, no radio, but there's a Wi-Fi network. They must have thrown them all open while they could. Christ. They nuke New Jersey. Well, what about here? Right, uh, a new domestic plan is underway with surviving British forces and volunteers. Martian handling machines appear to be important to their infrastructure. Handling machines. The ones that take you. The ones that suck your blood. We have now ordered our troops to be captured by these machines and 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 bomb them from the inside of their vehicles. But those machines are full of people, men, women, children, packed in and hooked up like cattle, and they're just blowing them to pieces. Well, who knows? If it works, it might buy us some time. So you think this is okay? No, I don't. But what else can they do? At times like this, you've you've got to abandon certain values. Bollocks! I... Values you abandon are values you never had. I say we hide, take to the sewers, build a new world where they can't get at us. Okay, but there might be something else we can do. There might be something in my tape, something I've missed. A way of beating them? Maybe. Look, you need some sleep. There's bugger all battery left on the laptop, so power it down for me and get some rest. I'll keep working over here. Okay? All right. Jesus! There's something alive down there. Could be another layer. Redis and Keller, it's hot. Mm. Well, um, get off me! Listen. It's one of the ones that take you. Dan. Dan, I'm going to boot the laptop. Try and get help. You can't. It's full of people. You're as good as dead already. I won't let you. Why, yes. I won't let you help those maniacs. Turn it off. Turn it off! Shut up. There's no light down here. Just get in a corner or something. That what you do. Don't just stand there. Do you really mean it? About finding another way? What are you doing? If I don't do this, they'll take us both. Promise me. You'll keep looking. Here! Here I am! Come on! Take me! Take me! Yes! My name is Georgina Wells. 
is the end now. I have no food or water. The machines pass frequently. Next time I hear them, I'm gonna run. With any luck, they'll use the heat ray. I'm too scared and stupid to survive. And most of all, I, uh, I don't think I'm the person I hoped I would be. I don't think any of us were. This is it. My last entry. The earth belongs to the Martians now. What the hell? They're all sick. The black smoke's turned to powder and the red weed's dying. I don't understand it. It's over. Listen. <laughs> it's wonderful. Oh, God, it's wonderful. In all the bodies of the Martians that have been examined, no bacteria except those already known as terrestrial species have been found. They did not bury any of their dead, and the reckless slaughter they perpetrated point to an entire ignorance of the putrefaction process. But as probable as this seems, it is by no means a proven conclusion. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. A relentless, unforgiving wind cuts across the frozen, lifeless plains once, long ago, the city of Old Hartford stood here. Now, though, there is only snow and cold and death. Out of this wasteland triumphantly rises that last remnant of civilization, the Heartlife Tower. While most of those who call the Heartlife Corporation home live in the extensive network of tunnels deep beneath the earth, the tower itself remains a symbol of hope, a constant as ever-present and unchanging as the hostile landscape that surrounds it. Or as unchanging as the landscape is most of the time. As the steam rises from the impact site of the meteorite, a solitary pair of figures make their way across the otherwise empty tracks of endless snow. 
in defiance of both nature and corporate policy. That rogue scientist, that reanimator extraordinaire, that unnatural disaster of science, Dr. Herbert West, makes his way to the edge of the crater alongside his hapless assistant, Andrew Snidge. What sinister purpose brings them here? What unearthly horror do they plan to unleash? What insidious plot have they prepared? One, two, three. Welcome back! Oh. It's a jolly good entity for Andrew. it's a jolly good entity for Andrew. it's a jolly good entity Andrew. which no earthly power can defy. You can put the sign away, Andrew. This is not the color out of space. What is it? I have no idea. Isn't that marvelous? I do so love a mystery. Now, let's see. Smooth, cylindrical design, approximately 30 meters in length. Unknown metallic alloy. Uh, Dr. West, there's something in there. Naturally, Andrew. Do you think 30-meter hollowed-out perfect cylinders of unknown composition occur in nature? No. Of course they do. Somewhere, in theory. But this certainly isn't one of them. How do you know? Because the lid has slowly been screwing off while we've been talking. It's opening? Oh, this is exciting. I wonder what's inside. Humanoid life forms? Insectoid life forms? <gasps> Space-bearing protozoa? Possibilities are endless. Ah, uh, a tripod device. Oh, how splendid. I haven't seen a tripod device in years. Bravo. Really well done. Yes, hello. Just admiring the design of your transport. Very chic. Uh, Dr. West? Oh, but look at me. Gosh, allow me to introduce myself. Dr. West, I don't like the look of that glow. I am Dr. Herbert West. But please... Call me. Look out! Look at us! Running away from a tripod, being fired on by a heat ray, dreams really do come true. Heat ray? Don't you be. Laser? No, actually, you see, a heat ray and a laser differ in that. Oh, you know, perhaps another time. For now, why don't we make for that dead disposal field? Right? Is it, is it following us? No. It appears to have been distracted by the tower. Attention, Elsa. Thank you for your interest in the Heartlife Corporation. We regret to inform you that we are not accepting new policies at this time. If you would like to leave a resume, we will keep it on file for up to 60 days. If you have any further inquiries, please wait at a representative from the department of M-U-R-D-E-R. We'll be with you shortly. Thank you and have a And now it's attacking the tower. What? It can't do that. The 18th and 23rd floors would disagree with you. And the 30th. And the 17th. We have to do something! Andrew, I never took you for a company man. I... well, I, I'm not! It's just... it's the tower, you know? The tower! Ah, the indelible power of symbols. Still, sentimentality is no reason to get involved. <gasps> oh, look! It's emitting a black smoke nerve gas into the broken windows. 
<sighs> what will they think of next? You know, <laughs> if we took down the tripod, you'd probably get a better look at that heat ray. Hmm. Now there is a cogent scientific reason to meddle. Well done, Andrew. All right, what's the plan? Well, we are in a field of dead bodies. What? No, remember what happened last time? Of course I do, Andrew. Honestly, people assume I never learn from my mistakes. Formula 761 will grant me far more control over the undead than did 760. Well, I guess it couldn't hurt to reanimate one or two dead bodies. Yes, one or two or all of them. All of them? But there are hundreds! Thousands! How? By using this handy aerosol dispersal system. Gas masks on! Uh, I don't have a gas mask. Well, try not to breathe then. Here we go. <gasps> Dr. West, I breathed in the gas. Uh. Well, I wouldn't worry. I doubt there will be any lasting side effects until you die. What? Dr. West, are you sure about this? Perfectly confident. Watch. Everyone, put your left hand in. Now take your left hand out. Now put your left hand in and... Dr. West! Right. Enough fun. <clears throat> Wait, was that bullhorn? Hello! Extraterrestrial invaders! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Over here. Hello. My name is Dr. Herbert West. Please call me Herbert. <laughs> What was that? It's pan-galactic space mollusk reformed. I'm conversational. May I ask, with whom am I speaking? What did it say? Susan. Its name is Susan? Well, its proper name is impronounceable without a slime bladder. Then why did you say Susan? Would you rather negotiate with an unnameable tentacled horror from beyond the stars or Susan? My assistant and I could not help but notice you are attacking the Heartlife Tower. Is there anything we can do for you? You want blood? Is that all? Well, there's no need to go around causing property damage. I'm sure that we can come up. You want all the blood. Would you possibly be willing to settle for some of the blood? No, I thought not. Honestly, you're as bad as Vlad. One moment while I confer with my undead horde. Off you go, then. Attack. Good. That should buy us some time. Now, for one last device. If I can just remember how to fit this back together... What's the tripod doing, Andrew? It's using that black smoke. <laughs> Which naturally won't work on the undead. Now, I believe this goes here. I think they figured that out. No matter. I'm ready. What is that? It's called a rocket launcher. How does it work? Vastly. <laughs> Science prevails! Oh, bugger all. Look out! Did we do anything? I might have dinged the sides a bit. <laughs> Look on the bright side, Andrew. We're about to be incinerated. How's that a bright side? Well, you don't have to worry about joining the ranks of the ravenous Vogan dead. Hmm. Curious. Are we dead yet? Uh, no. In fact, something appears to be wrong with the tripod. It's 
teetering. Is it dead? It would appear so. Let's see. There we are. Shall we? <gasps> Alien life forms. Indeed, and all deceased. Did we get him? No. It was the cold. Ah, after all man's defenses failed, it was the humble virus, the common cold that did them in. What? No, 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 no. Even a three-tentacled space squid can find the way around a hermetic seal. No, they were killed by the cold. The temperature. They froze to death. They seem to have been under the impression that our climate was going to be quite warm. Ah, no wonder. Their last global temperature scan was over 400 years ago. It really pays off to update those climatological projections. Especially when one is covered in an external mucus layer that freezes so easily. Oh, Christmas! This one's still alive. Should we kill it? Andrew, what did I tell you? Never let vengeance, justice, ethics, or common decency stand in the way of scientific discovery. You left out torch-wielding mobs and dental appointments, but you got the gist. Now, hand me my instruments. Oh, no, no. These are my dissection tools. This creature is still alive. I need my vivisection tools. Right. Uh, here you go. Now, now. Monster is such an ugly word. Please, call me Herbert. And so, just as quickly as it began, the attack on the city comes to a fitting end. Not even the most intelligent and advanced of outsiders can survive for long on the desolate surface. But where these creatures failed, part life succeeds. Its tower, though damaged, still stands. Within the warm confines of the city, the company endures. For no force from far-off stars can possibly compare to our fair city. All right, and those were two submissions to the War of the Worlds 75th Anniversary Contest. Thanks to the winners, uh, the Our Fair City Heartlife crowd, as well as Wireless Theater Company in the UK. Uh, Wireless Theater Company, who recorded that piece on location, and I got to work with one of their actors, uh, came here to the U.S. to work with me on a project which I still can't tell you about, but I hopefully will be able to do it soon. Uh, I understand that our project is going to be featured in the New York Times, and uh, just keep an eye out for audio drama in the New York Times if you see it. Uh, very high likelihood that that article is about the project I've been working on, so didn't hear it from me, but keep an eye out. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, hundreds of hours of archives at radiodramarevival.com. Um, we are on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. We are actually just got on SoundCloud, SoundCloud Pro, where we'll be uh, archiving the shows on SoundCloud as well as building up uh, these, what we call Radio Drum Revival Spotlight. We'll take different genres and have, uh, say, nine or ten of our top picks in each different genre there. Um, that's also going to be packaged up in the form of an app. We do have a Radio Drum Revival app coming to the iTunes store. Uh, hasn't been approved yet, but it might be by the time you ever hear this. Uh, the, uh, the Android app, if you search Radio Drum Revival, is in fact available. 
Uh, it allows you to hear the archives of this show and then again hear some uh, different features by genre. Hope you enjoy that. Uh, and of course, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Revival, And on Twitter, hit up ad Radio Drama. Um, and big thanks to Matthew and Monique Boudreaux have come on board as our submissions editors. Um, those of you who submitted shows and are wondering if you're ever going to hear from me, you may hear from them instead in a more timely manner. So thank you all, really. Uh, it's been a huge pleasure and honor and uh, you know, just encouraging to get the support through Kickstarter and all the kind words coming in. So I'm glad to hear that this service is important to you, that you care about it, that you want to keep it alive. I don't need a ton of money to keep it going, but it would be nice to not totally lose, lose my shirt um, on web hosting and whatnot. And you should also notice some faster response time. Uh, we've done some significant improvements to our infrastructure for Radio Drum Revival, so hopefully you can enjoy our shows more quickly and expediently. So uh, that is a wrap for this week. Radio Drum Revival, produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalge, copyright of individual shows, remains that are original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drum Revival is podcast at radiodramarevival.com. It's a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. Mm-hmm.